podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. And to the club deck corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. In a week where some find out the difference between a party and a business meeting, we will welcome back to Ibrox with a 4 0 win, followed by a go for Joe. I am your host, Scott Carney, and welcoming back Ali Pearson after a, a week a week off. When is it a full week off? That was a full week tonight. Yeah, I'm saying last time it was on, probably was a week ago. That was longer than a week ago, I think, but. Um... I was away for work, and um, after the game Friday, I was meeting my pal in town. So, uh, it's good to be back. That's good. Uh, you were you were half rocking at Ibrox anyway, mate. Yeah, even when I met you, yeah, <laughs> you were you were getting there. Ryan Haymarsh, how are you, mate? Oh, good boys. Uh, happy Burns evening to you from Ayrshire. Oh, yeah. I've just had a wee walk out to Burns Cottage there. Um, no den as per usual. <laughs> But um, it's nice to see Ali back. I didn't know we had to apply for annual leave and we use it. How do we go about that? He didn't. He phoned in sick, mate. He didn't even. He didn't oh, even. Uh, he didn't even give me the gratitude of telling me he was going to be off. No, these things happen, man. We've all got jobs. We all walk. These things just happen. And it's just the way it happened for you, Ali. That it was, it was like a a week off at one time, really. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we are here to talk about Rangers news and there's quite a lot to get into, but unfortunately you're going to need to listen to my voice for the next wee bit. Uh, first of all, you can join the channel um, for only 99p. You become a Club at 22 supporter and uh, you help us grow. Uh, also, if you are a Club at 22 supporter at the end of the season, you could be in with winning a gift voucher for the Rangers store. Um, if becoming a Club at 2 supporter is not your thing, you can support us by buying the podcast a coffee. A massive thank you to Ross, who did just that. Um, and we really do appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. Also, a shout-out goes to Rob, one of our listeners, who has shown us really great support. And as always, please like the videos uh, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, two wee clicks free for you makes a massive difference to us. We would really appreciate that. So, the bit where you, again, you're going to, need to listen to my voice. I'm sorry. We are doing a charity raffle for the Rangers Charity Foundation. Now, those of you that have watched this pod know that we had to cancel our first ever live show due to the COVID restrictions that got brought in. I had been in touch with the Rangers Charity Foundation to try and get something off them that we could do a raffle with at the live show. They kindly kindly donated a tour of Ibrox for four people to us. I got that as the show got cancelled, so it kind of crossed over. I had no chance to tell them, and I've been left with this. So to give something back to them for their very, very kind generosity that they've shown us, we're going to do a a raffle for it with every single penny going back to the Rangers Charity Foundation. So to do this, um, I've did a wee bit of of research into different raffle online hosting platforms etc etc and all of them pretty much charge a fee and which is not ideal it's not what i really want to do i don't want any of the money i don't want un i don't want any unnecessary fees i want every penny that's donated to to go to the rangers charity foundation um so 
to enter, there is a PayPal link on this below this podcast. Um, if you could pay three pound per entry, so if you pay three pound, you're entered one. You pay six pound, you're entered twice. I will assign you a number, and I will uh, keep a track of it as a spreadsheet. I will be one hundred percent transparent with this. I don't want anybody to think I'm doing anything. The podcast will make zero money out of this, and for three pounds, you could give me a chance of getting a tour of Ibrox, which is pretty spectacular. Um, it's a, a pretty good deal, and we're going to be giving back to the Just Charity Foundation. So if you could, uh, please do. Um, Please do buy a raffle, uh, buy a raffle ticket. Uh, I would be very much appreciated, and we'll try and raise as much money as we possibly can to give back to the charity foundation. I'll then be in touch. We'll do the oh, sorry. It'll run to the end of February, twenty eighth of midnight, and the twenty eighth of February. It'll run till I will make a draw on the first of March. It will be all videoed. You'll see everything, and then you'll see me. I will video myself making a payment to the Charity Foundation for the exact number of people that entered, and you'll know how many people have entered because I'll show the spreadsheet when I do the draw. So I hope that's clear. I hope you all understand why I'm doing it this way. It's a lot more work for me, believe it or not. Believe it or not I've got to be on top of things with this, and I will be as much as I can. Uh, but Every single penny I want to go back to the Charity Foundation. I think it's the fairest way. Uh, so if you could, we would be very much appreciated and we'll try and raise as much money as we can. So thank you for listening to my nonsense. And also, if you need any questions about it, just email the podcast email address. It's club.at.22.podcast.gmail.com. If you get any questions about it at all, want to know anything at all about the way I'm doing it, then please do just email me. Right, lads. Ranger stuff now. Um, We'll start with the 4-0 win over Stirling Albion on Friday. Uh, and in particular, we will discuss Alex Lowry, who made a very impressive appearance from the bench, resulting in him being named Man of the Match. Ali, um, you were half-scoofed at the game. Do you remember the game? No, of course I remember the game. I've you went out after it, so, you know... No, I went out after the game. No, I, I remember the game. I, was, I mean, I went to... I mean, obviously, I wasn't on for the Aberdeen game. That was, that was disappointing, that game. I spent my... My Tuesday night in a pub in Exeter, shouting at a telly for ninety minutes while there was a school disco going by, going on behind me, which was a bit bizarre. But um, I thought, who's this mental Scottish guy shouting at a telly? But um, but yeah, so but I, I knew that he would he would make the changes for the game on Friday. I didn't think he would make as many changes. I honestly thought he'd play Ryan Kent because just to get minutes in his legs because obviously he's suspended for tomorrow night. But yeah, the team, there was players there to, to go out there and, and show why they shouldn't possibly make into this Rangers team for games coming up. I thought a lot of players that were on the park didn't show much, if I'm being blatantly honest. But the boy Lowry, um, 18 years of age, obviously he's done well in the B team. He, he he lit it up and scored a great first goal. But it was um, it was, it was what it was against Stirling Albion. It was just one of the games, Friday night, 4-0. A bit flat at times, but we're through to the next round. We are through to the next round. Um, Unstunge points for Ali. He missed Sakala's goal. That's all I'm saying. I think that's the first goal I've missed at Ibrox. I've seen the scorcher. I think that's the first game I've actually, the first goal I've actually missed at Ibrox because I never leave early. The only reason we did no. it was because we were meeting my pal in town. But aye, I was gutted as I mean, well because I wanted to sing that song. Uh, I'm the same. I, I I tend not to leave 
early. It's not something I, I've ever really done. And the one time I've done it, I, I'll not mention when it was, but it was that game that Kenny Miller scored in like one of the last minutes and the score line was five on to another team and I couldn't sit and watch it anymore. <laughs> I'd had enough. I was like, nope, not anymore. And that's the only time I've ever done it. I just literally couldn't sit there anymore. Uh, back to Friday night's game uh, and Alex Lowry in particular at the press conference today. Gio was asked about Lowry and he said, we will look at what is best for Lowry for his development. He needs to be playing games either for the first team or the B team. Ryan, do we as Rangers fans need to maybe temper our expectations with the boy? Maybe be a wee bit patient. Obviously, he was going to be full of beans for the fact that it was his debut. He was running out to Ibrooks for his debut. It must have been quite a feeling for him uh, after the commitment that he showed to get himself in that position. Or, due obviously to the press conference today, the, this pretty bad news about Yanis Hadji, the fact that he's now going to be out for the rest of the season and had an operation for knee, restructuring of his knee, which is not great. So he definitely won't be back this season and hopefully back start our next. We'll come on to that in more detail in a bit. But since that's happened, do you now look at the possibility of at least keeping him at Rangers to be the understudy to whatever attacking mid it may be, Joe Aribo, for example? I would think so. I don't think he'll be going. I don't think he'll get shipped out anywhere or put on loan. Um, in terms of managing expectations, like you said, I always think that with young, with young Scottish players, I always think if, if they make a mistake or they, or they have a bad game or an average game, then you always hear the grumblings, oh, he's, he's not good enough, he's not going to meet the standard that's required. Just let him develop. He's not at the stage of securing a £16 million move to Everton yet. But, by God, he showed a, a lot of potential against Stirling Albion. He was, for me, the most impressive player on the pitch, and that's why he got the man of the match. In terms of losing Hadji, I know we'll, we'll move on to that more, but is it an, is it an opportunity for Lowry? Only Van Bronckhorst knows that. I get the feeling he might dip into the market now because it's a quality player that we've lost. He, obviously, Hadji does does something different than, than other, their other attacking midfielders do. But short term, it could be an opportunity for Lowry to get in the squad. I think he will be in the squad tomorrow night. And, and if he does get minutes, then I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Yeah, Ali, also as well, it looks like the five season, eh, the five season, the five subs rule is going to be in for the rest of the season anyway. Um so Lowry's probably going to get the opportunity in games that hopefully, hopefully, Rangers have seen off and were quite comfortable in the game. So even if he is coming on from the bench. So in my personal opinion, I think it's quite beneficial to keep him around the club. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think he'll be on the bench. I've seen a lot of folks today saying, starting tomorrow night. Can't see that, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, I'd... I, I like seeing young players come in. I, I did say that earlier on in a couple of podcasts about the B team. We need to use the B team. That's the whole point of it. He stepped up, he's came in, but we kind of get too carried away with these boys because they will have the odd bad game. And we've seen guys mm -hmm. come into the Rangers team and they have a run of bad games and they're, they're, they're booted out. And um, Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that at Lowry, but, and I don't think so. He, he looked... He looked a clever player. He, he was wanting the ball all the time, Lowry. But yeah, I think with that, um, the bigger bench now, I, I think you will see him on it. And he's, with Hadji being out now, we don't have, obviously, my main man, Joe Aribo, is back, but we don't have many creative players, if you know what I mean, in that kind of Hadji, Joe Aribo area. 
um, behind the strikers. So there's an opportunity for him, definitely. And it also gives the other lads in the B team that are doing really well an opportunity to look at him and go, if he's made it in, we can maybe make it in as well. So obviously we're, we're playing a way to, in the Scottish Cup coming a few weeks' time against a lower a lower team again. I bloody forgot who it was, to be honest. Is it East Fife? Is it, is he? Annan. 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 I was, I was even close <laughs> you're, there. You're useless, man, honestly. Yeah, so he's got so he's got an opportunity to possibly play in that game, and it, that's not that far away. I think it's only three weeks away. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's positive with him, but I just don't want to get too carried away with him because um, I've seen this before with, with young players at Ibrooks. Yeah, that's the thing, and we are not the most of forgiving support when things aren't when we're not three up, three nil up, ten minutes into the game. So it's a it's a pressure pot for him. Uh, but I mean, we weren't exactly on fire on Friday night before he came on the pitch, and he definitely changed the game. He definitely he changed our attacking mindset. Um, I'm using a bit of a, a football and cliche with that one, but uh, I was very impressed with him, uh, and I just hope I hope he kind of kicks on. And I'm pretty sure Gio and, this, and the, the coaching staff will treat him the way that he should be treated, and not rush him uh, and give him the time because. Yeah, if that's just the start of them, then I'm very excited to see where it can go with them. But yeah, easy night's work uh, for a much-changed Rangers team. Um, and as our Ali didn't know, we've been drawn to Annan in the next round due to be played on the weekend. Of 12, <laughs> 12, I, was over, I was hung over on a Saturday, so that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, mate. Um, so next on the agenda is a go for Joe. Um, I'll make an apology now. I don't think many people in uh, Ali's area where he stays were aware that Ali was a Tunisia fan. But when they seen him running naked down the street uh, after Tunisia won that game to celebrate Jory coming home. So I do make an apology for uh, Ali's neighbours. But it's a massive push for the squad. Um, earlier anticipated, as I say, due to Tunisia putting out uh, Nigeria. Uh, in the African Cup of Nations. Um, Van Bronckhorst confirmed at a press conference today that he is travelling back and he'll be available for the squad uh, at the weekend at the latest. <laughs> Ryan, this is a massive boost for Rangers. Aye, and I think it's, it was an unexpected one. I think we were all prepared for for, miss, for missing a rebo for a few games, not, as, not least to mention the old firm game. Uh, I've just got his tracker. He's flight tracker up here on my other screen. Uh, six hours from Glasgow. I'll pick him up. I'll send you the screenshots that link if you want, Ali. Uh, nah, it's, it's a huge boost for us. Aribo has left a, a huge hole in that team since since he went to, Nigeria, uh, to the AFCON. And I watched, him, I watched him his two games that he played and just was his class. He's played the season for us so far by a mile as well. And he's just hit that next level. And what a boost it is for us. I got in, I think I was playing, was it Sunday night, the Tunisia-Nigeria game? Or was it Monday? Yeah. Sunday. I think, I, I think I just got in from sevens and I, <laughs> I said to my dad, stick that AFCON on. He's like, I'm not watching that shit, it's terrible. And I was like, no, Aribo's playing, just to see what the score is. And obviously it was 1-0 Tunisia, maybe 10 minutes to go. And I went out a roll and he's like, what is up with you? And I was like, he's coming home if they get beat. And he, my dad's like, oh, yes. I'm like, exactly. And then I checked the chat between us and nobody had text. And I thought, I bet we're all sitting watching this going, don't jinx it, don't jinx it. Uh, so once the final whistle went through, I was delighted. Sorry, Joe, but I was delighted to see that he's on his way back because 
he's just such a big player for us, especially in this whole firm game coming up. No, definitely. He's arguably been the best player of the season for us. I don't think there's many people that would disagree with that. Uh, and we have missed him. We've missed that his ability to just completely change change a game. And yeah, it's 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 sad the fact that he's not getting to the final with Nigeria. I think they were considered one of the favourites. Look, I'll be lying if I say I followed the African Cup of Nations. I didn't really. Uh, it was really Rangers Twitter and stuff that had kind of got through to me that Tunisia were winning. And I was like, oh my goodness. And when I found out Joe was coming home, I was happy. Probably not as happy as you, Ali. <laughs> no, it was... Um... An unwelcome surprise, to be honest. I I had um, Joe Rebo out for the next three games, at least. I, Nigeria, as you said, were one of the favourites to get to the final, along with probably Ivory Coast, I'd imagine. But um, I, it's a, it's it's massive, and don't let them kid you. Them on the other side of the city would have looked at Joe Rebo and African Cup of Nations and went, "Yeah, dancer," and now he's coming back. They've probably went shite. Because <laughs> Joe Aribo is our best player this season by a mile, I would say. He's just hit levels this season that I knew he could hit, to be honest. But to have him back, and um, he has, he's back tonight. He won't play tomorrow night, but I'd imagine he'll play Saturday. He'll be raring to go. He's played, I think he's played three games in Afghan, so he'll be ready to just slot that Rangers team Saturday up at Ross County. And obviously for the old, the old firm on the, on the Wednesday, but it's huge having Joe Rebo back. It, it doesn't change stuff, but in terms of going to Parkhead on that Wednesday, I am even more confident now with Joe Rebo and that team. And I would just love him to score the winning goal, honestly. It would be fucking be brilliant. <laughs> You're going to end up with a Joe Rebo tattoo on your face, mate, I think, if Aye. that happens. Um, look, and with the news about Haji, this news is just massive. It's, it, it takes on even more significance, the fact that obviously we're, we're, we're losing Giannis, which is so unfortunate. As I say, I know he's not been in the best of form, but still he, he's he's a, he's a player that could change a game with just a pass, the kind of flair player that Ali always said. He, he had it in his locker from time to time, and we've all said maybe he was trying too hard with Gio coming in, etc., etc. But now the fact that Jordy was coming back as well is huge for Rangers and uh, an absolute massive boost. And yeah, I was smiling from ear to ear because to let him have have a go at them at the old firm uh, is something I literally cannot wait to see. I'm absolutely delighted about it. Sad that he didn't get to the final and possibly win it with Nigeria, but... Jory Bo's back and just Rangers, Rangers Twitter and just blew up. <laughs> it was just like, he's coming home, he's coming home. And you're right, Ali, they would have a, a wee look at that and went, oh no, because look, we don't often speak about them, but I think it's significant considering the week we're coming up to. They're going to have no Kyogo, they're going to have no McGregor, they're going to have no Turnbull. I think Rogic is away on international duty with Australia and uh, somebody else, Ma- another Maida, one, Maida, Maida, or and, something. The guy, I think so he's away. yeah, so he's away. So, that's very significant the fact that Jory was going to be back. Yes, we're going to be with uh, without Alfredo Morelos, but 
to have one or one of the two of them um, at this present time. Even though I think Morelos is on on fire just now, I would still have picked Joe Aribo. I think we would all have. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, we would all have picked Joe Aribo to play uh, if we had to pick between the two of them. So yes, delighted about it. Absolutely delighted. Cannot wait. So speaking of good news, uh, I word from our sponsors Manscaped. Uh, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This Valentine's Day, it's time to join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming. With exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com, use code club at 22 for 20% off and free shipping. The number one product is the and the package is a lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer, designed to trim hair on loose skin. To complete the perfect package for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ali's favourite, the Ball Toner. Start your day off with deodorant for your boys and then stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. Your balls and lady or fella, PC podcast and all that, will definitely thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with code club at 22 at manscaped.com. My God, man, that's a hard work to read through that without laughing about certain things. Uh, but yes, again, thank you to Manscaped uh, for their continued support from us. They've been terrific. Uh, so if you could go use that code, you'd be supporting this podcast and we cannot thank you enough. And your balls will thank you even more. So we'll move on, gentlemen. Uh, transfer deadline day is upon us. It's reported, I held on heart and hand, that Hearts uh, knocked back 300,000 for John Suter to join Rangers in this window. They are looking for something around 600,000, which is <laughs> look absolutely ludicrous. I don't know what they're thinking, really, with that one. And obviously, Connor Golden uh, has reported they have interest from championship clubs in England. There is a contract on the table for Golden. Uh, uh, so, I suppose my question is, Ali, I'll come to you. Does Suter arriving this window depend on what contract Connor Golton wants to sign? If Connor Golton leaves in this window, yes, we bring Suter in. If Connor Golton stays in this window, no. Why pay Hearts that money for a guy we, we get in a few months for free? When we've got Balogun, who's just come back, we've got Hollander, who's back in training, we've got Bassi that's been playing centre-half brilliantly. We don't need him at the moment if Goldson's still there. Um, I've, I, need, well, I know he's playing tomorrow night against them, so, so hopefully he can do us a wee favour tomorrow. Um, but I I mean, I've seen some of the clubs Goldson was linked with, Norton Forest and was it West, West Brom, Brom or something in the championship? Yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't it fill me with none of the two teams fill you with any confidence? I've, I've honestly thought Connor Goldson, I know he's. I thought Conor Goldson could play for a bottom half Premiership team, if I'm being honest, in England. Championship, I know you'll get a lot more money down there probably with those two teams, but I don't know how that would float his boat, those two teams. I know Forrest are doing reasonably all right, same West Brom, but I thought he would attract a bit better than that, to be honest. Yeah, and that's no disrespect I, to the two clubs before their fans come on and pound me for that. Sorry, <laughs> right, mate. I don't think Forest fans or Bristol no. fans watch this. Um, Ryan, I, I, I'm just about to say something that the Moonhowlers will attack me for. Ayers at Brentford in the Premier League. In my opinion, Conor Goldson is no worse a player than Ayers. Uh, and I'm not 
I'm not going to do the whole thing. Ah, oh, he's crap because he plays for Celtic. I, I as a decent, a decent defender. I think he kind of plays right back for them at times as well. And I know, I know he yeah. did that for Celtic, but he, I think he's he's out now positions as a centre back. But Nottingham Forest and West Brom um, over Rangers. Um, there's not really a competition, or is that blue tinted spectacles? You're doing I a disservice here, uh, Carney, because you're forgetting <laughs> that Connor Golson hasn't quite reached the levels of doing a blind pass when your team are getting beat 4 1 <laughs> against the greatest rivals. That's um, true. I'm exactly the same as Ali in terms of this will happen if Goldson leaves this sort of deal. Um, if Goldson is staying into the summer, I think I'm convinced he's leaving. I've been convinced all season he's leaving. If he's staying to the summer, give hearts, forgive my language, fuck all. Give them nothing because they have got to be joking with a 600 grand. How much do they value him before if he had a three year contract? I, I yeah, don't man. understand where 600 grand comes from. Give them nothing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think this determines this will be determined on the, whether Golden State or not. If those are the teams that are at the table for him, Nottingham Forest and West Brom, I get that this is probably Goldson's last deal, a last kind of big money move to set him up for life. She don't, I don't I've no idea how much Connor Goldson will be on it at Rangers. But is he really wanting to leave Rangers halfway through the season to go to Nottingham Forest or West Brom? Those teams will still be there in the summer for him. Stay, win us the league, get us into the Champions League and take it from there. But I would like to think they will stay because he's been brilliant since you come and he really has turned a corner. And I thought, I know it was only Sterling Albion, I thought he was, sorry, Aberdeen, the Aberdeen game last week, I thought he was brilliant against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I said on the pod, I gave him the man a match and he's, he just looks focused again. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out from now to the end of the window. But yes, bookend that once again, give hearts fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree because I mean, six hundred grand. I mean, I, they must just be taking the pass, really, uh, to think the Rangers are going to pay that. We're just not going to pay that. So, in terms of Connor Goldson, now I think a lot of credit has to go to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst for the way that he's tinkered with the the squad in order to support the, the centre backs more and the way that they don't bomb forward and such. And he's, I think, he's gave. Golden confidence back in terms of letting him do that because he knows there's going to be support there. And that's even went right back through into Aaron McGregor as well because he's uh, he's arguably playing better in, in my personal opinion the fact that uh, since Gio's came back. So, look, I don't know. This is purely speculation on my part. I think Connor Golden might be looking at some other players that are getting paid at the club and maybe thinking... Ash, I played every game last season. That this, that, etc. I deserve this. I deserve this. And maybe the club are just not willing to budge. The club are also. This is his last big contract, no matter what, because he's going to be about thirty-four, maybe thirty-five. I think by the time that the contract would end, or theoretically end, if it's a three-year deal, which you'd imagine it would be, no matter where he goes, it's going to be a three-year deal, possibly a four. So I don't know whether he's holding out, thinking that he's going to get more elsewhere, which he possibly will. Um, it, but again, it all depends on where his ambition lies. 
no disrespect to Nottingham Forest and West Brom, I'll cover my back as well so they don't come after me after watching this. They're not going to be playing Champions League football next year. Now, we're not guaranteed to be playing Champions League football next year, but we could give it a right good crack and he's got more chance of doing it. For the rest of his career, in my personal opinion, with us than he does with any other team. So it's really all down to the player now, what he decides to do. Uh, it's one of the ones where it's going to continue to roll on and on. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll need to wait and see. Uh, obviously, if, the, if it passes, uh, he's not signed a contract with us, or the transfer window passes, he's not signed a contract with us um, or another team for that matter, or we don't hear anything about it, then I do still expect him to leave in the summer um, if it's not been announced that he's signed a contract by the by the end of the transfer window, which doesn't look too likely at the minute. So we'll see with that one. Um, Ali, I'll come back to you, mate. Obviously, had you been out... Um, Probably where Scotia is just now. He's probably can't face the he can't stop crying the fact that Yanis had is out for the rest of the season. Do Rangers go into the market now? Yeah, definitely. As we don't have, he wants to play where Joe Rebo plays, and if Joe Rebo's not there, he's he's played those games. Hadji, yeah, he's flattered to deceive, but I've said he has his moments. Aberdeen, I don't think he was particularly great, but he scored the goal. So he does stuff like that. He'll set up goals. He does assists, etc. But yeah, because I, I think Van Bronckhorst likes Hadji. Well, it's pretty noticeable that he likes Hadji because he's been playing pretty much every game under Van Bronckhorst. So yeah, but I think it gives Van Bronckhorst more ammo going to Ross Wilson and saying, look, we need somebody now. I think if he'd went in and he still had Hadji, Ross Wilson might go, well, you've got Hadji, you've got Bakuna, etc. Maybe don't need somebody. Now, I think um, he can force their hand now, the board, to say, no, we need to go for somebody, even if it's a lone player. Um, but just hear him today in the presser, I fully expect Rangers to go in and get some type of creative Hadji Stoke Aribo type player to come in. Whether it's a loan sign to end the season, that's a possibility. But yeah, Rangers, well, I'm saying, well, I'm not going to make any statements that I've made before in this podcast, but. I um, fully expect Rangers to go into the transfer market and um, bring that one player in to re- replace Hadji. Yeah, because if you do make statements on this podcast and you get it wrong, mate, I will never let you forget it, as you're yeah. well aware. That's what I said. Um, Rangers will not concede. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's definitely one of your worst, mate. Yeah, that was one of your worst. Um, Brian, now, obviously, we spoke about different areas that we expect Rangers to strengthen in. Uh, maybe not this window, but just kind of overall. Possibly this window, yes. Um, I think, personally, we're either going to get one of the two. We're either going to get an attacking mid or we're going to get a right wing. And if we get a right wing, I think that opens up a massive opportunity for the boy Lowry that we were talking about earlier on because that will keep him in and around the squad as an option to have as an attacking mid, uh, obviously, without Hadji being there. Would you go along with that? Do you think it's probably going to be one or the other? I wouldn't be surprised if we get both, Carney, and I don't. <clears throat> I expected Rangers to go into the transfer market, whether a player got injured or not. I just think we need there's a bit of staleness sometimes with that attack. And to touch on Hadji again, Hadji and Aribo are similar in terms of they're the players who unlock teams and play that clever pass. Although Hadji has, as Ali said, flattered to deceive, he is the player who unlocks teams. He'll have a shot from outside the box, so he offers you that different option. 
from now till May, if we don't replace him, we will miss that. There will be games where we need that type of player. So I can't see Rangers not going in the market for someone like that, someone that mould. It's whether you can get the quality or not. But I am convinced Rangers will get in the market for at least one player. Um, and I think everybody needs to cut. I've seen that on Twitter. You know, Rangers Twitter's like panicking about Rangers not signing. If, if you've learned anything since this new board took over, as you'll hear very little about transfers until it's almost over the line, if not over the line. So I think we just need to stay calm, trusting Geo, trusting this board, and believe that we are going to bring bring somebody in. I'm convinced we will, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a signing and a loan signing. But I reckon we'll bring two in. Well, I mean, I'm I'm for that. I think that I think we require it. I think we we spoke about it before about the kind of lack of if there's no Aribo there, we don't really have the that person to unlock it, especially with Hadji's recent form. Obviously, he's at the equation now, but. I think we were, we were we were discussing it, so I would love to see to, to see sign both a, a winger and an attacking mid. I think. I just, I think just, sorry, go mate. No, go. Just jumping in there. Do you think we're saying this even more because Bakuna, when we've seen him again, I'll use the words flat to deceive, and I thought he did the other night. He's that guy with a bit of creativity, but. I don't think, and it sounds bad because he's not had a big chance, but when I've seen him, I don't think we could trust Bakuna in that position going forward. Um, I think that's another reason why we need to go out and get somebody because I, agree. I don't think we could rely on Bakuna playing that position. I mean, I think possibly I was a wee bit harsh on him. We did get two assists on Friday night, but the rest of it, he didn't do a great deal. And I will be able to tell by your two faces when I say this here. Imagine we were going into the old form as Bakuna as your attacking midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> Just not, every one of us is like, nah, not for me. So I don't think he's got much time here. I don't think he's a Geo player. I think he was very much a Gerard player. Uh, I don't see him having a future. Ryan, do you agree? Bakuna's probably, he's probably not going to feature too much. Uh, as I said the other night there, I think there was an aspect of that being a short window the other night there with his lineup, um, where Barker came from, who the fuck was, I mean, where did that come from? <laughs> it's got to be, it just makes me think that <clears throat> there's a few things bo- a few things boiling in the background in terms of players going out and players coming in, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see Bakuna, Lundstrom and Barker being moved on, whether it is loan deals or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see the three of them hit the exit door, even even the last minute um, uh, uh, for the transfer window. But yeah, Bakunas, I just don't see him having any future under Geo at all. No, I agree, mate. Uh, I do. I just, I can't see it. I just can't see it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, so yeah, as I say, we'll, we'll leave that there. Obviously, the, the market, the transfer window slams shut. The Sky Sports would have you believe on the 31st of this month. So we'll wait and see the business to do. But I would be fully expecting Rangers to make a movement for, for a move for someone. So we'll go on to the preview of the next game, which is against Livingston at Ibrooks on Wednesday night. Livingston are sitting eighth in the league. Uh, since the last time we played them, they've won three, lost three and drawn one. Not scoring a great deal of goals, but not conceding a great deal of goals either. Ali, your thoughts ahead of the, the game? Yeah, a bit of stuffy game. There are, Martindale's always get them well organised, Livingston. They're a team of 
hammer throws is maybe slightly disrespectful to them, but you know <laughs> what I mean. They're they're organised. They know what they're doing. Um, I think it'll, especially with the amount of guys we've got out for tomorrow night, Ryan Kent not being there, Alfie not being there. I think the Rangers fans, and I know we don't have patience, we'll have, need to have patience tomorrow night because I think yeah. it could be one of the games. And um, I expect Rangers to win, but I just think it'll be one of the stuffy games at Ibrox tomorrow night. I, I fully expect it because they've, they've hit a wee bit of form Livingston, but yeah, they're an organised team, Livingston. And they, well, they always take points off the other side of the city, but we've struggled at times against them as well. This season, Actually done quite well, but in previous seasons we have we have struggled against them because they play that low block as people love to say in, in football now. Livingston played the lowest of lowest blocks though <laughs> uh, from times. Uh, they really do. As I say, they did it against uh, they've done it against Celtic this season. Um so they, they tend to to sit in quite a bit. And I think you're right, mate. I think it might be a bit about patience. As I mentioned, they've not conceded a great deal of goals, not scored a great deal of goals either, but it's it's all about survival at times. Ryan, you, along the same lines of that, it's going to be a, a game of patience tomorrow night? Ali's a hard guy to follow sometimes, I'll tell you, because he's I know. literally just... <laughs> Oh man, he, he just, just says everything. Ev- That's the thing. No, Aye. he just he just says everything, so he covers everything, and you can't. You've nothing else to add. You're like right. exactly <laughs> something else. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. I was sitting here sweating, thinking, what else can I actually say here to add to what he's just said? Yeah, I got a, very frustrating, but yeah, it's a. I completely agree with him. It's Livingston. I have one of those teams that you find the stuff they play the the I'll call it the low low block just to be different. Yeah. Um, they're just as as Ali said, Martindale has them organised. He knows how to play against Rangers. We always kind of find it difficult to break them down. Of course, I think we will break them down. But yeah, everybody strapping for one of those nights. We are going to get frustrated. I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil nil at half time. But you're just you know, you know one of those games. We we all know how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be one of those games. But I have got faith that we'll we'll get the, the three points. I'm a lot more confident about three points than I would uh, that other mob over the other side of the city getting three points tomorrow night. I think they're going to be in for a bit of a game. So um, it's good that we're both playing at the same time. I think that could be that could be an interesting night. Ibrox tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, it's going to be. And the good thing is, when it's not on each um, half-time at Ibrooks. Everybody's really understanding about it at Ibrooks, so I'm oh, sure it'll be absolutely, I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. But it's what it's what Martindale is all about. I don't criticise teams that do this. I generally don't. It's their choice. It's what they want to do. It's up to us to beat them. It's got nothing to do with what they really want to do. It's up to, it's up to us to beat them. You going to say um, something, Ryan? Yeah, sorry. Do you know what I think this is like? I just feel as if this has come about maybe the past two years this low blocker. Teams have been coming to Ibrooks and going to Parkhead or wherever you want and playing like this for years. This yeah. isn't a new thing, this yeah. 10 men behind the ball, which just been called the low blocker. However, this is not a new thing. This has been happening for years and it's just what you've got to go on with and I completely agree with you. I've not got a problem if a team sit back, every man behind the ball and just defend for their lives because the odd time, I mean, I think Livingston have taken... I've taken four points off Celtic this season, and that's the way he plays. And he, I can beat him one 0 and drew 0 now with them at Celtic Park. So that's the way they play, and you need to find the answer. And 
and that's what we need to do tomorrow night. So yeah, I completely agree with you. Don't I don't have any problem with them coming to Ibrox to play like that. It's their prerogative. It's they really want to play football. I mean, you can't. You can't really. It's about survival for them at the end of the day. And I don't mean no disrespect to them for that, but the last thing they want is to be in a relegation battle. And apart from that, they want to finish as high as they possibly can, yes, but it's just about staying in the league for them. So it is what it is. It's up to us to deal with that. It's not up for them to to let us score as such. Um, on the team prediction then, um, Gio at the press conference gave a squad update. Obviously, the big one is Hadji out uh, for the rest of the season. However, Rangers welcome back Scott Arfield and Ryan Jack to the squad. Ali, do you want to go first, mate? What do you think the team is going to be tomorrow night? Yeah, that was good to hear about Ryan Jack. In fact, no, well. fact, wait, just in case you steal Ryan's because you still you stole his last answer. Ryan, you can go first. Right. <laughs> right, my, team, my team's the exact same as Ali's. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Uh, <laughs> no, I've went McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, all aboard the Lowry train. He's starting. Sakala, Roof, Wright, Atten. Right, okay. Attack, yeah, attack, my, attack. My, my team's yeah. nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your score, mate? Who's your first goal scorer? A score is 2 0. He comes for Zambia. Sakala to score first. Well, my score is exactly the same as yours, but I think my team's a wee bit different. Ali, do you want to go? Yeah, I could have went first there. That's quite a light. That's quite a light midfield, Ryan. You've got there. Who's your midfield kind of three? Kamara. No. Lowry. Kamara's himself. Lowry. Lowry will be there, uh, back and forward. So Kamara himself. Who did they play against? I'm trying to think. Was that far back? Was it St. Murren we played Kamara just himself, or was it? No, it was it St. Murren? Was it? What was the game before St. Murren? They played Kamara himself. Was it St. Johnson? I think that's what we'll do tomorrow night. I think he'll play Kamari himself and Lowry will just back and forward it. Right. Um, well, I've got the same back line. I've got McGregor, Tav, Goldson. Bassey deserves to start. I know Balogun can buy him. Bassey starts. Barisic, Kamara. Scotty Arfield's going to come back in because I've seen him in Kamara's Instagram last week dancing about like a maniac. In the, <laughs> so he's obviously ready to go. Um, I'm going to slightly contradict myself from what I said earlier on. I think Bakuna will start um, because potentially he's. A, I know we're all. <laughs> I know, potentially he's a he's a ten opener, um, so I think he'll start. And then my kind of front kind of three, Kamar Roof. I think will play through the middle, but I can't see Kamar Roof playing the next three games because I don't think he can play the next three games. So he might drop out on Saturday, but. It'll be Kamaru through the middle, and either side of him will be the man for Zambia, Fashion Sakala, and Scott Wright. So, yeah, and your score? 2 0 as well. I'll go Bakuna first goal score. There we go. <laughs> no chance, man. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, as I say, I am probably going to contradict myself from a thing I was saying earlier on about us having to um, temper expectations. Um, I think we will start um, due to the, the Hadji injury. So I'm going McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Arfield, Lowry, Wright, Sakala and Itton. 
Uh, I don't think Kamar Roof will start. I think Kamar Roof will possibly be on the bench. The only thing I can see different with that team, uh, in my opinion, is Roof playing for Lowry and maybe letting Roof be a number 10. Or we maybe go 4-4-2. You never know. That could very possibly happen. But, yeah, um, that'll be my team. Uh, I can't do Bakuna, just no. Surely not. Surely not. I know we get two assists the other night, but it is against Sterling Albion, but... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Interesting one. Interesting to see. I'm, I'm sure the the news of hijacked Geo has got him thinking about what he's going to do until we he, he maybe enters the transfer market to bring somebody else in. So it'll be an interesting team to see. Whatever. Um, I would love to put Ryan Jack to start, but we all know Ryan Jack will not start. I'll give you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one here, Carney, as well. As I said, and we've all said, it's going to be a stuffy game tomorrow night, and it could be one of the games. I know Joe Aribo arrives back tonight, but I'm putting him on the bench tomorrow night because we've got yeah, that I... big... I would stick him on the bench if it if it's going up shit creek with 20 minutes to go. Um, I, I think he's... Bench. I think he's... Yeah, I think he's... If he's feeling okay and he's it's not going to do any potential damage to him in his recovery time or whatever, then yeah, I would, I would go along with that. And my thinking behind Lowry is... Livingston are going to play very similar to the same as Sterling Albion played. It's going to be back five, back six at times, and Lowry managed to unlock it so uh, to get us to get us off and running. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to give him the chance. Um, if, I, if I'm saying that as if I pick a team, do you know what I mean? I, I, you can I get yourself in the mode as if you're picking the team. Um, obviously I'm not. So it'll be interesting to see though. Uh, really interesting to see. Uh, and yeah, back to back to Ibrooks we go tomorrow night. Um, so that'll do us. Um, I always say thank my guests. I thank my club at 22 podcaster Ali. Thank you very much, mate. No problem. Look, look forward to being back at Ibrox tomorrow night. And um, I, I'm confident of our Rangers win tomorrow night. Yes, I am confident of our Rangers win tomorrow night, which disaster written over the top of it. And <laughs> uh, Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Really looking forward to Ibrox tomorrow night. It's going to be special for me because I've managed to get both my sons a ticket in the same row as me. Uh, so absolutely wasn't for that. Obviously, up and my dad will be there as well. So yes, wasn't for that. That was a bit of a wee surprise for the boys as well. Um, so hopefully, we get a victory and three points for the Rangers. Did Did they know yet? No, they don't know yet. Well, he's going to watch this pod, mate, because he's, he's <laughs> tuning in now. So, um, Aye, we're not doing a live one tonight, are we? No, we're not. Right, nah, no, no, be... What time is it? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> nah, I won't watch it. won't watch it. I should make me panic there. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, you might end up telling them. Uh, you might, you might tune in. Uh, no, that's great, mate. That's cracking. Uh, so that'll do us. Uh, share this plug for me. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five star review on Apple Podcast. Please enter the Rangers Charity Raffle. Help us raise as much as we can for the Rangers Charity Foundation, and you'll you could benefit a chance of winning a tour for four uh, for iBrooks. It's only three pound enter. Pretty spectacular chance of winning a prize to get a tour of Ibrooks for only £3 for, for four people. We're pretty amazing, so thank you for that. We'll be back tomorrow night with a club reaction uh, after the game. Uh, last but not least, thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening to us tonight. Uh, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Speak to you all next time. Cheers, everyone. Podcast.
Podcast Network.